Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. Peace be upon you. I'm Sean, your host. Today we are looking at this week's Torah portion. This week's Torah portion is called Lech Lecha. And uh, let me just give you the quick uh, summary here. This is the third reading from the book of Genesis. It's named Lech Lecha, which it means go forth. And the first verse of the first verse says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth, Lech Lecha, from your country. Lech Lecha introduces Abraham and tells the story of his pilgrimage to pursue, of, in pursuit of God. And so what we have here is we're looking at Genesis chapter 12 through Genesis chapter 17. We have the call of Abraham. We have Abram and Sarai in Egypt. We have Abram and Lot separated. We have the captivity of Lot, and then Abram kind of rounds up his own men and goes in and rescues him. We have Abram being blessed by Melchizedek, an interesting character. And then we have the covenant with God and Abram, the birth of Ishmael, and then the sign of the covenant. You know, Abram's, uh, it's, it's such an important uh, character in our, in our past, and you know, he's really the father of the faith. And it was promised to him that there would be many nations that would come from, many people that would come from him, right? You have the whole tribe of Israel that comes from him. Which, by the way, the tribe of Israel is not the Jews. The tribe of Israel is made up of 12 different tribes, with one of them being Judea, uh, where you get the Jews from. But even further than that, after Messiah came and died, that's no longer relevant either. In fact, we have Jesus uh, saying, Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance. And begin not to say within yourself, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you, God is able of these stones to raise up the children of Abraham. And even further than that, Paul tells us this, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So those who have trusted in Messiah are the heirs according to the promise, are the seed of Abraham. Let's look at today's portion because it's a long uh, portion. We have uh, twelve, chapter 12 through chapter 17. I'm not going to do much more commentary than just what I'm doing here at the beginning of these, uh, just for the sake of time. Uh, and because I've kind of added this into the weekly schedule uh, for our podcast, uh, which is in addition to everything else we're trying to do. So, without further delay, let's just have a look here. Uh, we're looking at Genesis chapter 12 through Genesis chapter 17. And we're going to read from the King James Bible. Let's begin. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. 
So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sichem, unto the plain of Morah. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him, and removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed going still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall I live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was going into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. And the princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commanded her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken, woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abraham well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen and asses and men servants and maidservants, and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is it thou hast done unto me? Why dost thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why sayest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to be my wife. Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and go away. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away, and his wife, and all that he had. Please note that uh, I've done several podcasts, talk, reading from the Dead Sea Scrolls, um, there's a book, I forget the name of it right this minute, it's slipping my mind, but uh, that kind of has all the ancient writings of the patriarchs, and one of them discusses this issue where Sarai is taken off into Pharaoh's household and how long it was. And it was much longer than what you would think as you're reading the story, and Abraham's weeping about it, and he's very distraught about it. <laughs> so we kind of gloss over this because we think, oh, it just might have lasted a day or two. This lasted a very, very long time, and it was a very, very uh, challenging time for Abraham, according to those Dead Sea Scroll documents. So if you haven't listened to those podcasts, go seek them out. Uh, they should be somewhere in the archives on my channel. Uh, maybe somebody on the YouTube, who knows where they're at, can link to them for everybody else in the chat. But uh, very interesting read, I'll put it that way. All right, let's continue on. Chapter 13. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south, even Bethel, unto the places where, he, where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made therefore there at the first. And there Abram called unto the name of the Lord. 
And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great. So they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Pezzarites dwelled there in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen. For we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go the right. Or if thou wilt depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord like the land of Egypt. And thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves one from another. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. The Lord said to Abraham, After that Lot was separated from him, I lift up my eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land and the length of it, and the breadth of it, and I will give it unto thee. Then Abraham, removed, Abraham moved his tent, and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. And it came to pass in the days of of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariah, king of Elisar, Chedalamor, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemember, king of Zobium, the king of Bela, which is Zor. All these were joined together in the vale of Siddim, which is in the salt sea, Twelve years they served Chedalamor, and in the thirty in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Chedalamor, the kings that were with him, and smote the Raphaim, the Raphims in Ashtara, Karnaim, and the Zumzims in Ham, and the Imns in Shava, Karathim, and the Horites in their Mount Seir unto El Faran, which is in the wilderness. And they returned and came to Ensafat, which is in Kadesh, and smote all the country, the Amalekites and also the Amorites that dwelt in Hazan Tamar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the kings of Zobium, and the king of Bela, the same as Zoar. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Siddim, with Chedalamor, the king of Elam, and with Tadil, king of nations, and Amraphel king of Shinar, and Ariok king of Elasar, four kings with five. And the vale of Siddim was full of, of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram's brother, son, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods, and departed. 
And there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew. For he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, an Amorite, brother of Eshkol, and the brother of Anir. And these were confederate with Abram. And Abram heard that his brother was taken captive. He armed his trained servants, born in his own house, three hundred and eighteen, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. Here's another one of those stories. I'm just going to do a little bit of commentary here. Here's another one of those stories that we just kind of really gloss over. Abraham took 300 men of his own people that were born in his own household and overthrew these kings and rescued Lot and all the goods and all the women and all the people. Like, that's pretty unfathomable. <laughs> um... It's like the real 300. This is the this is, should have been the movie 300 right here. Should have been about this, about Abraham taking his 300 men that were born in his own little village, and then taking on all these kings and rescuing Lot and all the goods of Sodom. Pretty amazing. Let's continue on here, verse 17. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chedorlaomer, and the kings that were with him, and at the valley of Shavev which is in the king's dale. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him, and he said, Blessed be Abram of Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself, and Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from, the, from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich, save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portions of the men which went with me. And near Eshkol and Mamre, let them take their portion." Chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram, and Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth from thy own bowels shall be thy heir. And he brought forth abroad, and he said, Look now towards heaven, and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it unto him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur, out of the Chaldees, to give thee this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me a heifer of three years old, and she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove of, of a young, and a young pigeon. 
And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against the other. But the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in that land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and shall afflict them four hundred years, and also that nation whom they shall serve I will judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, and thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation thou shalt come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed I give this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, and the Kedonites, and the Kadamarites, and the Hittites, and the Perserites, and the Raphaims, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Chapter 16 Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord had restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. And it may be that I may obtain a child by children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai, and Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleases thee. And when Sarai dwelt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, and by the fountain of the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou? And whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. And he will be a wild man, and his hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of the Lord, that spoke unto her, Thou God seest me, for she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore the well was called Ber Lahorai. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bare Abram a son. Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. 
Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thy seed exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name be any more called Abram, but it shall be called Abraham. For the father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, the land wherein thou art a stranger in all the land of Canaan. For an everlasting possession I will be their God. And God said to Abram, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant, which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and, it, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations. He that is born in the house, or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed, he that is born in thy house, and he that is bought with thy money, must needs be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant." And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her, and I will give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of people of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarai that is ninety years old bear? And Abram said unto God, O oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarai thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an, everlasting, for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and I will make him fruitful, and I will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation." But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarai shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abram. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among his men of Abraham's house. And he circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day as God had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old, and when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son, and all the men of his house, born in the house, bought with money of the stranger, and were circumcised with him. Well, that, my friends, is the end of our Tor portion for this week. Tor portion lek leka. Reminding us or telling us the story of this pilgrimage in Abraham's pursuit of God. 
If you're being blessed by this work, and I hope that you are, you can support the work by going to scriptureandprophecy.com and clicking on the Donate and Support tab here at the top. Um, you can also pick up a copy of The End of Days, a 30-day devotional for those who are wanting to learn more about the end of time and want to be able to do it in a simple and short fashion. I pray you've been blessed, and uh, again, it's my good privilege to do this work, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sustain doing the Psalm study, the Luke study, the Prophets portion study, and doing our weekly Torah portion reading, but I just ask for your prayers that I am able to sustain it, and that I am able to make time for these things, because there is nothing more important to pursue than the kingdom of God and God's people. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that and to stumble through some of these pronunciations and uh, to read this for all of you. But the word promises that it never returns void. And so even though we're, I'm just reading, I'm not really teaching when we do the Torah portion study so much as I'm just reading it to you, which is the tradition, I still think it's going forth and different people are hearing different things and God's speaking to all the people who are listening in some way. I just have to believe that. All right, enough rambling for one day. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.